Today is July 20, 2019. Welcome everyone. My name is Carlos de la Cruz and today I'm really excited because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. As you know, this is week one of the Apertura 2019 and you know what that means. That means that we got to see a lot of matches today and in fact today from the Liga MX alone we had five matches and each and every one of them I will give you my brief opinion and as I said it's a lot to cover so let's jump right into it the first match that I will analyze is Pachuca against Leon the final score was Pachuca 1 Leon 3 you see, I'll start with Pachuca. Really, if you take a look at the list of signings that Pachuca did, and just maybe even not their signings, but their squad as a whole, in my opinion, they lack. I can't say they like they lack structure because they don't. Pachuca's structure is maybe their best strength, but they lack quality. They like they sorry they lack foreign players that can bring them that plus that they need, and also they need more Mexican players to emerge from their academy. Maybe they are working on that, but from what i saw today i i wouldn't say that pachuca won't be able to compete for a liguilla spot i think that's that wouldn't be fair to say but what i dare to say from what i saw today is that they even though if they get a chance to get into the liguilla they won't be able to seriously compete once there. Again, needless to say, that's just my point of view. And that's based on, on what I saw today. Maybe they will grow as a team and by definition improve. I still have my doubts about Palermo as a coach, but as I said, maybe it's too soon to judge their progress. However, one of the good things that I like to point out about uh, today's match, even though Pachuca lose, was the, this guy, Isaac Mora, who is 19 years old and made his debut in the Mexican First Division. He is a left back and he did a great job in my opinion. He was able to make contributions in the offense, not only on the defense. And it's it's always good news that these kind of players emerge. And no wonder that he did it with Pachuca. And that's why I say that they don't really like structure. They do have a structure to find talent all over the country and to find 
good deals with South American players. However, based on what they have signed until now, um, just take a look. These are Pachuca's signings. Romario Ibarra from Minnesota United. Rodrigo Rey from Pauk. Gustavo Cabral from Celta de Vigo. Heriberto Olvera from Atlas. Jonathan Copete from Santos. And Luis Chavez from Tijuana. I can't really say, or I can't really dare to say that any of those will make a significant improvement for Pachuca in their squad. I might be wrong, but we'll have to wait and we'll have to keep watching them throughout the next maybe three to four weeks and that's when we will have enough analysis to make the final to make the final call whether they were good signings and whether Pachuca's planeation for this Apertura 2019 was appropriate or a failure. About Pachuca, that's all I have to say about Leon. Uh, you see, no surprise that Leon started this way. They started dominating. In my opinion, it's very obvious that Leon's squad is way superior than Pachuca's. And that, of course, was reflected in the scoreline. And, you know, if you take a look at Leon's signings, which uh, I know what to tell you, they signed these guys, Sosa, Leonardo Sosa from Pachuca, Leonardo Ramos from Lobos Wap, Jesus Godinez from Chivas, and John Cardona from Deportivo Pasto from Colombia. Now, Sosa and Ramos are two really inter interesting signings in the offense. Now, we're talking about a team who reached the final on the last season and who was characterized by playing a fantastic football, a really entertaining football, maybe the most entertaining football on the league by far. I think they made great signings, maybe not great, let's say that they made interesting signings, either way they already had one of the best squads in the country, and about today's match, you see, I, I think it's pretty clear that nowadays Leon is more than Pachuca, and that's what's what re that's what that's what was reflected today they have the best mexican striker nowadays in mexico which is obviously macias and on top of that they have montes who is in top form he is all over the place he can connect and he can make great passes with all of his teammates teammates and he's the we can say that he's like the brain so 
thumbs up from for Leon and I look forward to see them keep improving and I say that Leon will definitely be in the Liga. I would be really surprised if they are not. So that's about Leon. In my opinion, they will be in the Liguilla. They have one of the best squads. They have the best Mexican striker in the league. And overall, they have Montes. And to that, add Campbell and all those other guys. Oh yeah, Ramos, who also scored today, by the way. Next on we have Atletico San Luis against Pumas. The final score was Pumas 2, San Luis none. Mm. You see, I'm going to start with Pumas. Today was Mitchell's debut uh, leading Pumas as a coach. And even though I don't think we still have seen enough for from Pumas, and what I mean by this is by seeing Pumas under Mitchell's lead, I still believe that maybe Pumas would be able to reach the Liguilla, but once there, it will be more of the same. Maybe they will reach semifinals, maybe they will stay in the quarterfinals. I think there is a serious chance that they maybe won't even get into the Liguilla. However, I still can't really give you my full analysis. I think I need to watch more. It's too soon and I can I want to see Pumas facing one of the big guys. Whether it be Rayados, Tigres or America. Even maybe Cruz Azul would be a good challenge for them. San Luis, not so. I've spoken about San Luis in the past. I think they are a really serious project. They are obviously they are obviously backed by a giant, which is Atletico de Madrid. And San Luis they have a I think they have a lot of potential and a possibly bright future ahead of them. However, today was not so bright because they played, I think it's fair to say that they played good football throughout, we could say, the majority of the match, really. They dominated Pumas for a while and for windows of time. But they weren't able to concrete on their chances to score, and that in the end, that in the end, uh, cost them the three points that were at stake today. In my opinion, San Luis, it's an interesting project because they made nine signings. It's almost literally a whole new squad. And 
again with these two teams I still feel like I need to see more I don't think it was good for either of them to be facing one another well maybe that's not right to say but what I what I was trying to say is that I want to see San Luis facing maybe another two or three teams for the from the first division and I want to see Pumas facing one of the big guys of the league then we'll I, I'll share my conclusions about them next on America against Monterrey final score America 4 Monterrey 2 now this was by by all measurements the most entertaining match maybe on the weekend Today, a lot of people, me included, expected to see Giovanni Dos Santos. We didn't get him, but he wasn't missed because the spectacle was top-notch. Maybe the maybe one of the best seasons of the whole tournament. We already had it in the best. Sorry, in the first week. And I'm going to, I'm getting ahead of myself, I'm going to analyze it. You see, what we saw, as I've already said, was a really entertaining match. But this level of entertainment was the result or the consequence of a really weak defense in both, in both sides. Uh, both America and Monterrey, their central backs had a lot of issues issues throughout the match. They didn't really know how to coordinate. They didn't know really what to do at some point of the match. And that was apparent. To that add that the strikers again in my opinion from both sides bro with them their top game because in america uh, uribe martinez and castillo were top notch today and on the other side funes mori charlie and Maxi Mesa also were playing fantastic football so I think America ended up winning because maybe it was I'm looking for the right word I can't seem to find it anyway I think America won because now they, they, their team as a whole is more complete and they are living a better moment than Monterrey. Monterrey, I think that if they don't win the league this tournament, um, their coach Alonso will be fired. Maybe not, 
but I think it's already time for this project to come to fruition, given the amount of money that has been invested there. Monterrey has a lot of great midfielders, yet their midfield today was really weak, along with their central backs. So they have to really look into that and they also have to find a way to get the most out of their offense. Given that and once that's said, they definitely will be in the Liguilla, but I'm afraid if you're a Monterrey fan and you're listening this, that at the end there will be more of the same i don't see this monterey making any anything transcendent so i leave it there that's my review on this match great match maybe not the best football but really entertaining and i really enjoy it watching it next on we have tigres against morelia final score tigres 4 Morelia 2. You see, Tigres hadn't. Oh, yeah, also this. Neither Tigres nor Monterrey have made any signings yet. There's a rumor about a Dutch guy coming from Tottenham coming to Monterrey. Again, this is all speculation if they reach an agreement i think they will do it certainly this week and if that concludes into something official we will of course cover it but until then tigres neither monterrey have made any signings yet and that's that's interesting really because those are the things that throughout maybe the last two or three years we have been used to receive uh, the top signings from them and now it seems it won't be the case or maybe it will maybe they they have something under the rock that's under that's on the way but anyway about Tigres against Morelia. You see, today was a reflection of what Tigres standards should be. This is what we want to see every week. And I guarantee you that we won't get to see this face of Tigres every week. Why? I don't know. It's like today we got to see them. I would say that at their foot at their full potential, but I don't think that wouldn't be correct to say. I think we got to see a huge part of what Tigres is capable of, but at the end this is what's expected from them. And about Morelia, 
you see i think morelia has gotten stuck i see this pattern repeating over quite a few of the teams i'm analyzing today but i mean it's just how i see it i don't see things changing that much in la liga this season i i see it hard that there will be any surprise why do i say this because if you see what we saw today from morelia i think it's a fair reflection of what we can expect from them throughout the season really i mean it's a team that has some interesting concepts it's a team that's uncomfortable to play against but it's a team also that lacks that kind of quality in order to be to beat the best teams and we saw it today and i think we will continue to keep seeing it throughout the apertura 2019 again needless to say it's just my opinion i will still keep watching them closely and if i get to see something different i will let you know through this podcast that's all i have to say about that match next on and finally necaxa against cruz azul it was noon noon and i won't say it was a boring match because it was not i think it was kind of entertaining it wasn't a really exciting match either you see from Necaxa I don't really think that even Necaxa's fans expect a lot from their team let alone the rest of the country who watches football what am I saying you might be wondering in my opinion Necaxa I mean the same thing and I'm, I know I'm getting repetitive but if you see it I mean who will be in the Liguilla like I mean who do we know for a fact that will be in the Liguilla and this is week one and yet I dare to say that we know for a fact that these are the teams that will be and in no particular order America, Monterrey, Tigres, Cruz Azul, Leon and maybe Santos and maybe Toluca the first five I think everyone will agree with me it's 99% guarantee in no particular order but we will see them some 
somewhat, somehow, we will see them in the Liguilla. And why do I bring this up? Because this is the this is the same thing I would say with Necaxa. And again, maybe my my match analysis is not the best. It certainly isn't. But from what I saw, I think that they will be an interesting team to watch. An interesting team to watch. But I don't see them making anything transcendent. I don't see them in the Liguilla. I don't see them really. I don't think that they have become something better from what they were before this transfer window. And yes, I'm aware that not everyone in the league has the budget that Tigres has or that Cruz Azul has. But again, man, like, is this really all we can offer? Like, this brings me back to the podcast I recorded, I think it was this past weekend, about the current state of Mexican football and how we got kind of stuck and how we are seeing again more of the same, just with different names. And don't get me wrong, I watch it every one of these games I enjoy watching it but the question arises can't we do better? is this really it? so this is these are just some thoughts that arise from my view on Necaxa now about Cruz Azul Cruz Azul it's ironic because I'm going to the same place I think that since Paco Jiménez two three years ago it doesn't matter Cruz Azul since Paco Jiménez came to Cruz Azul a lot of players had come and go well maybe even not even not sorry not maybe definitely even before Hemes came a lot of players went back and forth to Cruz Azul to another teams and to an, from another teams to Cruz Azul yet I think or at least what's disappointing for me in base of what I saw today is that after what is it three tournaments that Caixinha has been in charge we still hadn't seen hadn't seen like a mature team a team that you can say hey now now this is this is working and we can't see that we can or at least i can't see any development any development happening whatsoever in the team as a whole 
week by week I think we can expect the same thing from for Cruz Azul we can expect the same problems the same methods for attacking the same methods for resolving matches and it's getting predictable I think that's the word and I think that that will be the main cause for why Caixinha will leave Cruz Azul sooner or later I think that as I said he will definitely be in the Liguilla I think that Cruz Azul is below America, Tigres and Monterrey in terms of squad quality and squad depth they still have time to sign maybe one or two more players I don't know if they will but my analysis from what I saw today is that there's still a long road ahead of them in order to become what they want to be which is champions of the Liga MX and I will continue to watch them I hope they will improve I hope that I get it wrong with many of the comments I've made today because what I want really is a competitive league and I don't think we will get it tomorrow we have a couple of matches we will analyze them and until then